Welcome to the Stronger You podcast. I'm Alice and this is the podcast dedicated to helping you build a stronger body and mind. We'll be talking all things fitness, nutrition and mindset, cutting through the noise to bring you the facts and giving you the drive you need to make sustainable lifestyle changes. So let's dive in and get stronger together. Hello. Welcome to another episode of the Stronger You podcast. So this week, I wanted to go into some of the topics that came up during the check-ins for the Stronger You challenge, because I actually think it will be super helpful for anyone listening to answer those. So I'm going to dive straight in with the first one that I get asked a lot, and that is, will strength training make me bulky? I cannot say this loud enough. No. Strength training as a woman is not going to make you bulky. First of all, we don't produce enough testosterone, which is what plays a massive role in muscle growth and, and is why men find it a lot easier to build muscle than women. Secondly, we don't generally eat enough unless you're purposely eating to build muscle or lift heavy enough. Right. But the benefits of strength training are absolutely huge. And especially if you're trying to lose weight, strength training is going to have so many benefits. So first of all, it's going to increase your metabolism because the more muscle you have, the more calories you burn, even at rest. Right. So even when you're doing nothing at all, you burn more calories. It's going to lower your risk of heart disease and diabetes. It's going to give you stronger bones. It is going to help to stabilize and protect your joints, which is super important as we're getting older. It's going to improve your sleep quality. You're going to experience better mood, better brain health. I mean, a massive one is just feeling strong, feeling empowered, feeling confident, you're going to hold yourself differently. You're going to have more energy. So aside from the physical benefits, like that, those mental benefits you're going to get from strength training are huge. Also, when we're losing fat, we want to make sure that we're not losing muscle mass. So that's another reason why strength training is super important. So overall, everyone should be strength training, okay? And as a woman who is strength training maybe you're doing three sessions a week they're full body sessions there's no danger of you becoming bulky so another one that came up a lot is drinking enough water so we all know that we probably could do with drinking more water general guidelines say eight cups a day two liters a day we know all of this right so first of all I just want to talk about why drinking water is so important and second of all how you can get more into you. And I'm not going to spend ages talking about this, but first of all, the brain can sometimes mistake hunger for thirst. So try and make sure you're drinking throughout the day and you're probably going to notice a difference in your hunger levels. Also, staying hydrated is going to keep your body functioning effectively, right? So it's going to help you to feel better overall, which when we feel better we're happier thus ooh, 
thus, I haven't said that in a while, thus we make better choices, right? So when you're feeling good, you're making better choices, you're probably going to make better food choices, you're probably going to have more energy to work out. So that is an amazing reason to drink more water. Also, it helps your body to transport vitamins and minerals around your body to get things to where they're supposed to be. And it's going to help get rid of toxins and waste from your body, right? Those are the benefits. There's loads more benefits. I could go on for ages, but I don't want to labor the point. We all know we should be drinking more water. So how? How can you drink more water? First of all, get a bottle that you like and you like drinking out of and just carry it with you wherever you go. You will find that if the water's there, you will drink it. When it's not there, I'm the same. I carry around uh, a litre bottle of water, which I fill up twice in a day. I take it everywhere I go. And actually, I don't struggle to drink it because it's always with me. So that's number one. Two, if you don't like water, if you find it a bit boring, put some squash in it. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm realistic. Not everyone loves water. That's fine. Put a bit of blackcurrant in there. Put a bit of orange squash, you know, anything that makes it taste nicer and makes you want to drink more of it. Amazing. And have a glass of water before every meal. But also it's just another way to get you towards getting more water into you. And learn to listen to your thirst cues. Like if you are thirsty, drink some water. And again, if you've got it on you, that's going to make it a lot easier to drink it. I also have one of those water bottles that has the times on it. So like it counts up in the hours. That for me is really helpful because if I've been sitting on my computer all day and I look and I realise I'm only up to like 11am and it's 3pm, I'm like, oh crap, I need to get more into me. So that can help. Make it easier for you to drink more water. If it's in front of you, you will drink it. That's all I'm going to say on the matter. (laughs) Get more water into you. Getting more protein, increasing protein consumption. Um, My clients know that I wang on about protein a lot. But I cannot stress enough how important protein is if you are aiming for fat loss. It's going to keep you feeling a lot fuller, which is in itself a massive reason. If you're trying to be in a calorie deficit, staying fuller for longer is important. When you are trying to lose fat, I don't want you to be feeling hungry all the time because that is miserable. So it's going to increase your... Oh, it's very hard to say with braces on satiety um it's also going to help preserve your lean muscle mass which again is super important when you're losing fat because when you're in a calorie deficit we don't want your body to be using your muscles like to be breaking down your muscles we want it to be breaking down your fat so getting that protein into you is going to help preserve your muscles whilst losing fat it is also going to boost your metabolism which i know you probably hear that term a lot, but what that basically means is it's going to help to burn more calories. And the reason for that is that it takes your body, your body uses more energy to break down protein than it does to break down carbs or fat. So if if your body's using your more energy, that means that it is energy, calories, same thing right so you're burning more calories whilst you're breaking down the protein so in terms of how much i would generally recommend if you're exercising about 1.2 to 1.6 grams per kilogram of body weight 
obviously that is going to vary from person to person but that is a general guideline and one of the easiest ways to make sure you're getting that into you is aiming for 20 to 30 grams of protein per meal and that is going to as I said help with all of those things above and a lot of the feedback that came from the check-ins this week was oh my god I feel so much fuller throughout the day from eating protein and that is really what we want we want you to be hitting that calorie deficit so that you can lose fat whilst feeling full or at least not hungry okay because probably a lot of the time you associate diet with hunger and feeling miserable and not having the food you like right and that is not my approach to fat loss and I don't think it should be a painful experience and I think it should be something that fits in with your life so it's about getting all of these quick wins to make the process easier and more enjoyable so yes protein 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 cannot say it enough and if you need any tips about how to be getting the protein in throughout your day, protein snacks you could be having, anything like that, then hit me up because I'm your gal. I've tried every protein yogurt. yogurt. Me and one of my clients have been laughing all week because I've just been reviewing protein yogurts as the week goes on. So, But those are a really good snack, especially if you've got a sweet craving and you need to get your protein in, grab a protein yogurt. Now, first of all, just to say, in terms of the benefits of why steps are so important, that is the easiest way to increase your energy expenditure. So again, if we're looking for fat loss and we are looking to be in a calorie deficit, making sure that you are getting plenty of steps in is going to make your life so much easier and mean that you don't have to restrict as much food-wise because you're going to be burning a lot more, right? And it is the easiest way to do it. So practically though, what do you do if you don't have much time in the day? First of all, I'm not asking you to go out and walk for an hour. That, I know, is not realistic to fit in to most people's days, especially if you then need to fit in a workout um, and do everything else that life has to offer, right? So it's about finding points of time throughout your day where you can get those steps in. And you will notice them really quickly add up. 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there. So first of all, I want you to look at your day and think what points in your day could you be getting some extra steps in so it's as simple as if you drive to work park a little bit further away so that you have to walk for five or ten minutes to get to work do you take a coffee break could you go out and get a could you I'm not asking you to go out and buy a coffee but you know could you bring in a travel mug and rather than sitting down for 15 minutes and having a coffee could you make yourself a coffee and go for a nice walk outside again not ideal when it's raining but that is an option if it isn't also just walk getting up and walking more at home or in your office if you find your energy dwindling just get up and walk around for five minutes up and down the stairs Maybe you can take the hoover around. We want to find practical ways to get you moving more so that it doesn't feel like this big extra thing that you have to add into your day so that you're getting more steps throughout the day. And like I said, you will find that those very quickly add up if you're getting up here and getting up there and just moving more. The more you move, the more calories you're going to burn. 
So think about those points in your day that you can get up and move. Generally, you've all heard, we should be getting 10,000 steps a day, uh, which is great. Um, First of all, 10,000 steps was plucked out of the air. It's not based on any scientific founding, right? So 10,000 steps is a great thing to aim towards, but you know, that's not practical for anyone. And if you're currently doing 2,000 steps, for example, don't then decide, right, I've got to get 10,000 steps in because that feels like quite a jump and it's going to make it feel like a real chore and it's going to make it feel quite unattainable. However, if you are currently walking 2,000 steps, could you aim for 5,000 steps? That's much less of a jump, much more achievable. And then perhaps if you find yourself doing that, you know, next week, maybe you could aim for 6,000. And maybe the next week you can aim for 7,000 and you can just build it up. Start building these things into your day and don't make them massive leaps that feel really hard. Just, it's in, it's about, I say this a lot as well, progress over perfection. So like just small improvements every day and you'll really quickly notice that these things don't feel so massive if you add on rather than just jumping from one thing to another. We Any changes that you're making when you work with me is all about longer lifestyle changes, right? We want to make these things second nature. And in time, they will become that. But we don't want to suddenly go from A to Z, you know? Like, we want to slowly make our way and do that in an achievable way so that you can stick to it and so that you're not miserable doing it. Takeaway steps, important. Find small opportunities throughout your day and they're going to make a massive difference if your goal is fat loss. The next one that came up was, and, I, and this is going to become you know, even bigger at this time of year is events, socialising, weekends, sending you off track. First of all, off track, I want you to get out of that mindset because that is that all or nothing approach of I am either on a diet or I am off a diet. And when you have that mentality, you very quickly hit the effort button and go, oh, well, I've broken my diet now. Okay, just let me eat everything I can, drink everything I can, and I'm going to start again on Monday. So we need to move away from that on or off and think about it more as a dial, okay? So yeah, maybe on some days you might have a little more than you would have liked to, or maybe you're not in a deficit for some days and you're just eating at maintenance, but we want you to try and find a balance so that you don't keep going into that cycle of I'm on, I'm off, I'm on, I'm off, yo-yo dieting and never actually achieving the results that you want. So how? Strategies, how are you going to do that? First of all, tis the season and all that, you're probably going to be drinking more than you know your de- general day-to-day. There's Christmas parties, there's meals out, all of that kind of thing. So booze. What I would say is... If you're going out for drinks, have one of the drink that you really want. Have a pint of beer, have a glass of wine, you know, have what you really fancy and have one of them. And then after that, move on to spirits. So a gin and slimline tonic, a vodka and diet coke. So we want spirits and we want 
sugar-free mixers. And have a single, not a double. Double equals double the calories. So one of what you want, then move on to spirits. Sugar-free mixers, avoid the doubles. In terms of before you're going out, you need to make sure that you are having a good breakfast and having a good lunch. So you've eaten properly throughout the day and also get a load of water into you. Make sure you've been drinking throughout the day, you've hit your two litres and when you're out, try... God, I feel like my mum, she used to say this to me all the time when I was going out drinking, but could you have a soft drink in between your alcoholic drinks? Now, for me, I don't like doing that, but... What I do is when I'm ordering a alcoholic drink, I will also order a glass of like soda or just plain water. And if it's there, again, I will drink it. So just trying to make sure you're staying hydrated because that hangover that is normally what throws you off track is mainly caused by dehydration and lack of sleep. So on the lack of sleep part of things, when we're drinking, even if you get like, eight hours sleep your sleep quality is probably going to have been horrific because you've been drinking the night before so the next day if you can obviously have a nap and then go to bed really early the next night and get a good night's sleep now stop (laughs) with the hair of the dog I know that in the short term that makes you feel better I've done it And if you really have to power through, sometimes that's the only way. But hair of the dog is not helping in the long term. It is just prolonging the effects. So no hair of the dog. When you wake up after your night out, go out and get a nice brisk walk in. There is so much to be said for that and curing a hangover because I think it's so often the case that we'll just lounge around all day wallowing in our hangover so no get up get out get some walks in you'll feel amazing for it have a good breakfast foods like oats bananas eggs these kind of things are going to really help you with your hangover so we want substantial breakfast we're drinking water we're getting our steps in now if we're talking about meals going out for meals i want you to think like this I want to do two ways, actually. If you're going out for a meal and you are really looking forward to it and you don't want to be feeling like you can't have what you want and that is the decision that you are making, then stick to that decision. Go out and have what you fancy and then move on. The next day, get up, straight back into your normal routine. You've enjoyed your meal out. You've probably eaten more than, you know, you're probably not, You've probably eaten, I sorry, I can't talk. <laughs> You're no longer in a calorie deficit for that night, that day. But you've enjoyed your meal. Amazing, move on. That's the first. Okay, now the other way to approach this, if you're going out a lot, which you probably are at this time of year, is just thinking about your meal out differently. So with your main, I want you to have either a starter a dessert or an alcoholic drink one of with your main and that way it's gonna make it easier for you to well you're not going to be consuming as much 
as much calories. And you're also not going to feel deprived. So you're still going to have what you fancy, but just one of with your main. And you can switch it up every time you go out. So maybe, you know, tonight I fancy a style with my main. And then tomorrow I fancy a dessert. Now, today, tomorrow, I'm not suggesting you're going out for dinner every night, but you get the gist, right? So a main and either a starter, a dessert, or an alcoholic drink. So that's the other way to look at it. Now, with both of these strategies, what we can do is if you have a calorie range for the week, which is what I give my clients, so perhaps for your weight loss goal, I say I want you to eat between 1,400 and 1,600 calories a day. And that is going to help you to be in a calorie that is going to ensure that you're in a calorie deficit and therefore help you lose fat. So maybe for, maybe you're going out for dinner on Friday, right? So instead of eating 1,600 calories, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, maybe you eat 1,400 calories, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And that means that on Friday, you have banked two, four, six, eight, an extra 800 calories. So on when you go out for your meal you can afford to eat 2200 calories for example and in that week you are still going to achieve your fat loss because you are still in a calorie deficit overall we're looking for averages here right doesn't have to be that every day but overall in the week how do we ensure that you're still in that deficit so that you can still lose fat i feel like i've talked about that a lot but it is something that is really going to derail people over this time of year because if you're in that mindset of either, I'm either on a diet or off a diet, then any kind of social occasion is going to make you feel like you're thrown off. And then normally if you've gone out and you've got, oh, I'm off the diet now, right, it's probably going to take you at least a couple of days to get back into it if you get into it at all because you're going to go, right, you've gone out for your meal on Friday night, I'm going to start again on Monday, right? And then and that's an extra two days. And if you're doing that every single week, you know, you are not going to be able to achieve your goals in that way. And that is not sustainable and it's not enjoyable because there's so much guilt attached to that. Whereas it's just coming up with these little strategies. That means that you can still go out with your friends. You can still go to some parties. You can still go out for dinner, but we're not doing that yo-yoing back and forward. We're making it fit in with our life. And that, is the aim so the last one and again this one came up a lot is it is cold and dark in the mornings and it is really hard to be consistent with getting up and getting your workouts in when you wake up and it's dark outside and you can hear the rain and it's cold in your house and you're so cozy in your bed and like every part of your being is saying snooze no, I'll do the workout later. Like, I'm so emotive about this because this is me. <laughs> Every morning, my alarm goes off. That's how I feel. I love my bed more than words could describe, right? So I know how it feels. And I know that you might be looking at like coaches and PTs and they're showing you their glute workout in the gym at 6am in the morning or, you know, they also find it hard to get up in the morning, right? No one is saying that in the winter, getting up at 6am is easy. 
But first of all, if you want to achieve your goals, you are going to have to commit to them. And you're going to have to do some things that make you feel uncomfortable, right? So that's the tough tough love part of it. If you want something, sometimes you are going to have to be uncomfortable. But that works if you like tough love. Now, the other way to look at it is when that alarm goes off and every part of you wants to hit the snooze button, try picturing how you are going to feel after you've got that workout in. Because trust me, you will never regret getting up and getting that workout in in the morning. First of all, your entire day is going to be better. You are going to hold yourself differently throughout the day. You're going to be more productive. You're going to have more energy. You're going to have that feeling of pride. You're going to be so proud of yourself that you got up right? You are never going to feel bad. Also, you don't have to do it in the evening. Because guess what? At this time of year, it's also cold and dark in the evening. And when you finish work, you're tired, and your brain is frazzled. You just want to go home and like curl up on the sofa and have a nice dinner and watch TV. Oh, and you can if you've already got it out of the way. And if you can't, and if you haven't already got it out of the way, then oh, you've got to drag yourself to the gym, or you sack it off, and the cycle continues. You've missed your workout, and then you feel crap with yourself. And the worst thing you can do is break a promise to yourself. If you've said you're going to do something, do it. And if you want something enough, then you're going to have to do it. Also, snooze, snooze, the snooze button. Scientifically, it's the worst thing you can do. When you hit the snooze button and you enter another sleep cycle, you are always going to feel more groggy and more tired than if you had just got straight up because you've started a new sleep cycle, which I think lasts 90 minutes, right? So unless you snooze and then sleep for another 90 minutes, which let's be honest, you're probably snoozing for like three or four minutes, five, 10, like not enough time. You're always going to feel worse. So remember that as well. And another thing that my client, one of my clients did this week, which I'm just so unbelievably proud of, is she said she woke up and she could hear the rain outside and it was dark. And she had a workout, a gym workout planned for that morning. And she just couldn't bring herself to do it. But instead of hitting the snooze button and going back to sleep, she said, no, do you know what? I can't go to the gym in that. I just cannot make myself do it. But what I can do is work out at home. So she got a yoga mat out and she did her workout at home. Now, she still felt just as amazing because she got it done and she didn't just go back to sleep, but she found a compromise that worked for her. So that is the other thing. We want these things to fit into your life, okay? So if every part of you is telling you, I can't go out and go to the gym, okay, that's fine for one day. What can you do? What can you do in the house? Even if you just do some gentle stretching, even if you just get up and you do 10 squats, 10 push-ups, 10 lunges, and that's it, you'll feel a million times better for it than if you hit the snooze button and go back to sleep. Now, that is what I wanted to cover. As I said, those topics came up in pretty much all of my clients' check-in forms. So I really hope that's been helpful. If you have any questions about anything I've covered, obviously I've kind of touched on each of them, but I haven't gone into massive detail, then 
find me on Instagram at Alice Fuller Fitness and send me a DM. Literally any questions. I love chatting about this stuff. Okay. So don't be afraid to send me a message. And give me a follow on Instagram. Again, I'll say again at Alice Fuller Fitness. I post daily about fitness, nutrition, mindset, habits, all of these things. Pretty much a lot of what I've covered and more. So if you need some extra motivation, you want to learn some more, give me a follow. If you have been listening to all of this and thinking, yes, I need to do that. Yes, I need to do that. Yes, I need to do that. Or I just don't know how to implement it. I don't know where to start. I feel like I'm fumbling around in the dark. I feel like I start something and then I fall off the wagon. Any of those feelings, then again, send me a message and let's have a chat about how and if I can help you. You can find out more information about one-to-one coaching on my website, which is alicefullerfitness.com. And you'll also find a link there to drop me a WhatsApp or an email. So please do reach out. I'd love to chat. I hope this has been helpful. And I hope that you all have an amazing week. Take care. I'll be back next week. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.